Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Uh, nobody tell Elon Musk there's more space to explore. To explain what's going on, we're joined by our favourite space journalist, Leo Enright. Good morning, Leo. Good morning. Okay, we'll get to the new planets in a minute, but we need to talk about the sounds coming from space. Oh, yes, indeed. What do the Chinese know and what are they covering up? Well, this is literally Chinese whispers. Uh, (laughs) There is a rumour sweeping Weibo, uh, which, as we all know, is the Chinese Twitter, uh, that China's huge radio telescope uh, has detected an anomalous signal uh, from an extrasolar planet, that is, a a planet going round another star. Now, I hasten to add that this is a Twitter rumour, so it has all the status that that such a thing carries. Um, but it is quite interesting because um, it, it seems to me uh, that the China, this is being repeated in the Chinese media and nothing in the Chinese media is ever written or printed without the permission of the Chinese government. Okay. Uh, so somebody in the Chinese government is allowing this uh, conversation to continue, uh, which suggests that they saw something. So, now, what, what kind of things quite... would would we usually see, or inverted commas, hear from something like this radio telescope? I mean, are are there sounds in space anyway? Yes, absolutely. And uh, in fact, I mean, I'm down in the west of Ireland at the moment in uh, beautiful West Clare. uh, And just north of me uh, in Galway, uh, University College Galway for many years had a small radio telescope. I mean, it was really just the size of a bin lid, Mm -hmm. uh, which you could point at the planet Jupiter in the middle of the day. And you could actually listen to Jupiter twittering away because of the signals coming from that planet. So planets naturally emit signals. and it's what's interesting about this is that the Chinese think this signal must be, they think, we're told, the rumour is, it must be some sort of artificial signal. Now, uh, it is really important to emphasise once again um, that, that this is just a rumour. Um, there's something interesting behind it. But my own suspicion is uh, that the Chinese government officials have discovered an important fact about aliens. Oh. And that is that they're very good at raising money for science projects. <laughs> so if if you mention aliens in a in a press release about your telescope, suddenly Beijing will give you loads of money. So uh, I think there may be a bit of that going on. The other thing that's most likely going on is what happened in Australia a few years ago where they saw exactly this an anonymous sig- a sig- uh, an anomalous signal not anonymous, anomalous, mm. an anomaly. Um, when they saw the signal, they, they were really excited. Then somebody discovered that it was somebody in the kitchen downstairs opening the microwave oven too early. <laughs> and the microwave oven was sending out a signal which sounded like a star farting. <laughs> star farts from a microwave oven. Exactly the way I want my Friday morning to go, Leo Enright. <laughs> okay, so alien sounds aside, there is also news of discovery of a couple of, uh, a couple of new planets, exoplanets. Yeah, now this is very exciting, and particularly from an Irish point of view, because these two planets, they and themselves are fairly ordinary now in the scheme of things, because we know of 
over 5,000 planets orbiting other stars. But they're interesting because they're very close. And they're interesting from an Irish point of view because the Irish instrument aboard the famous Webb Space Telescope that was launched on Christmas Day, Mm -hmm. the Irish instrument on board that is perfectly geared for studying these two planets and for looking for an atmosphere around them. Uh, And the Irish instrument, now it's not just Ireland, we are part of a a big international consortium, but the Institute for Advanced Studies in Dublin uh, is a major contributor to this instrument, and last night they issued the first pictures from what I'm calling the Irish instrument, and those first pictures are jaw-dropping. The scientific world this morning on Twitter is going apeshit. Okay, why? Because... They have, they, have, they have shown us what this instrument can do using just one picture of one galaxy far, far, far away. Uh, and, and what this image shows us is astonishing. So um, the scientists this morning uh, who are getting up and having their breakfast are, you know, sort of, they're blurting out their, their cornflakes <laughs> as they look but at what are, what are, Why? What are they seeing that's making them so because excited? This is a little... We're getting into the science bit now. Um, the Irish instrument is... Uh, the reason it's powerful is because of a technique that was developed by a Dublin woman, a wonderful Dublin woman called Margaret Huggins. She lived back in the 1800s, and Margaret and her husband discovered that you, if you studied the light from a distant star, you could work out what that star is made of. Mm. Now, what they've done with this instrument aboard the Webb Space Telescope, way out in space, they, they've put one of M- uh, Margaret Huggins's spectrographs on this telescope. And because the telescope is so powerful, they're now able to see molecules, molecules, I tell you, of, of, of atoms in distant galaxies. Wow. And in the past, uh, the graph that's produced, uh, the, the spectros- uh, spectrograph produces a graph rather than a photograph. But the, the graph would have been very flat. Now we see huge peaks uh, where we can actually identify the molecules, the actual atoms that make that are part of the, this galaxy far away. And all thanks to a wonderful Dublin woman. So you couldn't beat them. <laughs> and what does this mean for us? Does it mean... We have more chance of discovering planets that are very similar to our own and then hence could possibly be hosting life. Or what, what are the implications of being able to see up close, very far away? Well, there's two implications. The first one, which I thought was very funny this morning, one of the first tweets I saw was from a young researcher who tweeted, this means more jobs for astronomers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So that's brilliant because there's a lot of young men and women in Ireland who are studying physics, you know, the hard stuff. Uh, and this is exactly the sort of stuff that they will be doing. They'll be studying these uh, spectrographs from this telescope for decades to come. There are young women starting work as astronomers today who will be working on this telescope when they retire. So that's the first thing. There's jobs in it for the boys and girls in the classroom. The second thing uh, is that really the Webb telescope uh, very early on, they're going to target 
uh, a number of planets, not the two we, that were announced last night, but actually uh, some planets that we've known about for a long time. They're named after a beer. Oh. They're called the Trappists, uh, after the Trappist beer. And the Trappist uh, planets are much more Earth-like than the ones that we uh, were announced yesterday. They're much more like the Earth, and the telescope that has now arrived out there in space using the Irish instrument would be able to study the atmospheres of these Earth-like planets. And, you know, brace yourself, Bridget, because once we can work out what the stuff in that atmosphere is, we can begin to work out, is there anything crawling around on the surface of that planet? Yes. Uh, and all of this is going to start coming in. The data are going to start flooding in from this telescope uh, by the end of this month. I mean, we're going to start seeing actual science coming from the telescope uh, by the end of June. So in, within the next couple of weeks, uh, it is the most exciting time for young men and women to be involved in astronomy. And I mean, really buckle up your seat. Leo, we don't care about the aliens. We just want their houses. Is there houses on the planet? <laughs> is there three bed semis there? Because we need them. <laughs> Leo Enright, space journalist. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks very much for joining us today. My pleasure. All the best. See you, Leo. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.